My Hockey Hero is proudly supported by eBay Canada. My name is Dean. Ever since I was a kid, I collected hockey cards with spirit change my dad gave me. As a black person, to see others like me on the ice inspired me. I didn't see myself as a black hockey player. I saw myself as a hockey player. They were my role models and showed me hockey is a game for everyone. When you're on a hockey card, it's, it's pretty cool. I've collected 100 rookie cards for NHL's black and biracial players, and I'm going to talk to all of them so you can learn their stories. Sean Brown was born in Oshawa, Ontario in 1976. Following a successful run in the OHL, he moved to the NHL playing for the Edmonton Oilers, the Boston Bruins, New Jersey Devils, and Vancouver Canucks. I think every kid's dream is obviously to make it to the NHL. You know, being a young Canadian kid playing hockey that, you know, collected cards and looked at hockey players as a little bit of a hero. When I got my first card, I was really excited. One of the other dreams that I had was, was to actually have one. In this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Sean Brown and uh, told us stories of the um, black players he looked up to that grew up in Oshawa. Dale Craigwell was one player who was successful Oshawa general and went on to play for the San Jose Sharks. Sean also shares in this episode his love for memorabilia, some of the collectibles he shared, displays in his house, and cherishes from his years in the NHL. So I'm sure you'll look forward to listening to this episode. So let's meet the man from the card. You know, I was walking into the rink one day and, and this young kid asked me if I would sign a card and, you know, I couldn't help but, you know, look at it and take a second and talk to the kid about it. And, you know, I think it's one of every hockey player's dreams. We all started somewhere and we were all fans of the game and still fans of the game. So it's cool. And I, I couldn't imagine the excitement that those kids must feel. Sean's family was passionate about hockey and he was surrounded by it in his community. So my, my dad <clears throat> played house league, uh, you know, so it's not like he was a, a high-end player. He was just, you know, really enjoyed the game, really passionate, and like any, anyone that's, uh, you know, uh, uh, any young kid looks up to their, their parents, their dad, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure that was something that obviously would have motivated me, and then having an uncle that was into hockey and hearing some of the stories, you know, about him and, the opportunities that he got it was all a little bit of fuel and and like you said having you know a number of kids that just you know you can walk out your front door and boom you're in a game right it was this constant you know uh, kids coming and going and opportunity and and then having two older brothers I'm the youngest I have a brother uh Ryan who's a year older than me and I have a brother Lamont Lamont <clears throat> my oldest brother didn't play sports as much as uh, me and my brother Ryan, but you know, having having two older brothers and and one that was you know so close in age is another reason that you know probably helped me along to you know the younger brother having to try and keep up to the to the older brother and and being around those kids and and to be able to get into games and have opportunities was probably you know something that motivated me and helped push me to try and be better to play against kids a little bit older than you. Sean was lucky. He could see multiple paths to the NHL, and his passion grew from there. Yeah, Oshawa was was uh, known for producing, you know, a lot of really good hockey players. Um, you know, some that obviously made it to the NHL, and some made it maybe weren't as big as some names as others, and some, you know, had great um, junior careers. So 
one of the minor hockey rinks that I played at was Children's Arena. That was kind of the main, one of the main rinks that I played at. And I thought it was really cool that the Oshawa minor hockey system had pictures of former players that, you know, had played at least a game, you know, and there was Terry O'Reilly, Hank Nowak, Brian Greaves, um, Dale Craigwell. There was just, there was a lot. And, and so I just remember uh, walking into the rink and, you know, every time you had to go down to the dressing, you had to pass these photos. And, um, you know, so just looking at those photos and thinking, wow, you know, I, if I could get to the NHL and play one game, I would be able to get up on that wall and potentially, you know, kids get to look at me. Sean aspired to take hockey further from those closest to him. You know, I had really, really good coaches, um, really good teammates that obviously, you know, for me to get to where I am, <clears throat> was very fortunate to be around, you know. And so they were known, Oshawa was kind of known for producing, you know, good coaches, good players, having a competitive, you know, system. But it's not like I stepped right into AAA hockey. I mean, you know, I I started off in house league. I think everyone has their own path. Some kids make it right into AAA and, and away they go. Uh, mine was a little bit slower. And I was fortunate enough around probably Pee Wee to, to make the AAA mainstream hockey. And, you know, obviously it's a, you know, that's a bigger commitment and time and, and money. And it was awful. Uh, you know, that's where you count on your parents. I, you know, I know they sacrificed a lot of time and money to, to put me in that sport, knowing that I had got two older brothers that were active and busy in their program. So um, it's a big commitment. Sean was close behind the path of players like Dale Craigwell a player that allowed many black players from Oshawa to see themselves in the game. Because we played in the, the Oshawa minor hockey system before he made it to major junior, you know, he he had a great uh, a great career. Um, I think he still lives in the Oshawa area. And but yeah, those guys, it's amazing the role you play in someone's life without even knowing it. Um, you know, and uh, I would like to hear his story. Um, you know, because I don't get back, I don't, I don't get to see him. But you know, he was a really talented hockey player, and and you know, and the fact that you know he's someone else that you know you could look up to, he probably doesn't even know the impact that he had on myself and from and probably others. Sean's dad managed to get Sean a lucky break in an unlikely place. You know, so one of the things that uh, Oshawa did that was really neat was they would give kids opportunities to play and try out for, you know, the Generals or the Oshawa Legionnaires Junior B team. And um, so anyway, there was there was a few kids that were picked that were really good. Uh, my dad, actually, I think, to be honest with you, probably gave me my biggest break. And the fact that I wasn't one of those kids that was on the list to get an opportunity. And um, so he happened to know a guy. My dad's big into music and likes to sing. And there was a local bar not far from our house. So... Uh, one of the guys that uh, was in the band um, was involved with the Legionnaires, the Junior B team. And so my dad went up to him and, and they were having a conversation. And, you know, he was like, hey, listen, like my dad, my son's got some pretty good stats. And, you know, is there is there an opportunity? Is there any way he can get an opportunity as well? And I'm sure they probably drank enough that he convinced them <laughs> for the opportunity. And and I got it. And I think, you know, it. I guess every kid needs a break, right? I mean, there's not a whole lot of Sidney Crosby's or Connor McDavid's out there. And 
I definitely wasn't, I, I wasn't one and, and I just needed someone to, to give me a break. And my dad did that. And this guy gave me an opportunity. And so I went to the junior B team and wind up having a, I guess, a really good camp, you know, was involved in, in the game and all the different ways to get noticed. And, uh, and it just kind of happened from there. I, I think that when you get that opportunity, it's important that you take advantage of it. And, and I did enough that they wind up taking me uh, and uh, I made the team. Sean Sin found himself drafted to the OHL with the Belleville Bulls. I think for me, I was, I had some skill and I had some ability, but it, at the time it was never quite enough to make, make the jump. But there was other things about my game, my willingness to physically, I guess, get involved. And, you know, at that time, fighting was a played a bigger part in the game than, than what it does now. Uh, and so I had that skill set that, you know, kind of kept me in the conversation and gave me second and third opportunities. Sean had many positive experiences and being a black player, he felt supported and surrounded by people who just wanted success for him. I was lucky enough to have another black player that played with me. You know, our, our families, obviously, you know, we were similar and it was nice to have someone, you know, that, you know, basically, you know, that you can look at and, you know, kind of be, it's recognizable and we're in it um, because there wasn't a lot of black players. You know, I, I, I have nothing but great experiences and um, people and teammates were, were great to Peter and myself. Um, you know, when I went on to junior, I got to play with uh, Corey Eisen, who was obviously very, he, he was the exact same as me, um, you know, and yeah, we, we had great experiences. I had the odd time, did I, did I hear something, you know, yeah, but it was never, I, I never felt like I was in a situation where I was picked on or, or overly uncomfortable. Um, you know, when I did hear something, I was, it was, you know, kind of, it was like, you're bad. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, like, that's, you're bad for saying that and thinking that I didn't look at it as a reflection of me or, or, you know, I actually looked at it like I felt sorry for them. If you're enjoying My Hockey Hero and thinking about starting your own hockey card collection, I'd suggest you start with eBay. eBay is all about connecting communities and fueling passions. Because of its thriving card collector community, I was able to make my dream come true by collecting the rookie cards of the NHL's black and biracial players. Start your own collection at ebay.ca slash hockey cards. In 1997, Sean found himself getting an opportunity to get drafted to the NHL. It was just, everything happened just so fast, you know, you're, and then all of a sudden you get some traction and, you know, back then they had uh, the hockey news and it was a paperback newspaper. And uh, I just remember my dad, you know, showing me this, you know, they had, you know, say the top 25 or however many teams there were at that time, first round potential picks and my photo and, information was on there and then that's kind of when it was started to kind of get real it was like whoa you know what like someone's noticing what you're doing and there was more conversations and more people attending our games and um you know but i didn't want to get caught up in that you know there was times you would drift off but you know if you drifted off too much and got away from you know why you're actually getting that attention was your play I was always so worried it could fall 
apart quickly. Right. So, um, yeah, so I thought I had a, I had a good camp in Boston and played some exhibition games and, um, but I was sent back to junior and, um, you know, the, uh, yeah, there was obviously, you know, just being a prospect, um, Edmonton and Boston and always they're trying to strengthen their teams and figure out where they're at. I got traded, uh, with, uh, Mariel Strakowski, um, to Edmonton for, uh, Bill Ranford. And, uh, you know, like I remember getting phone calls, you know, and from the media asking how I felt. And to be honest with you, there was not other than me being drafted and going to one training camp and, you know, there was not, you know, it's not like I played there or had some relationships there. So for me, I was just happy to be a part of a trade and to be going to a, another team that, that wanted me. Um, you know, I, I wasn't in a position to think any other way, had to focus on developing my game and working on my game, but it was cool obviously to be traded for, for a goalie of Bill Ranford's status and, you know, I was going to another rich organization with a lot of history. Sean's first NHL game was for Edmonton against Colorado. And as a collector, Sean has many keepsakes. Um, I was called up, played in Edmonton, uh, call, played against Colorado, which back then was a pretty stacked team, right? With Forsberg, Sackett, Patty Wall, and Nets. Uh, a lot of Hall of Fame hockey players just, I mean, they wind up winning the Stanley Cup, obviously, years later, but that was, you know, the start of their success so yeah when I got that call um to go up it was just you know just like every other kid just just excited and awe to you know to play you know on the ice with these you know hall of fame players now and um but you you know it's it's once again you quickly got to put all that aside and you know that was one thing when I played is, you know, there's always, I'm still a fan. Um, and so I collected the game sheet. I was just a big collector, to be honest with you, growing up. I was pretty lucky not only to play, but to be given an opportunity to play. Today, Sean can look back on a career of amazing highlights from his long NHL career. Yeah, I mean, obviously getting your first goal, I, I you know, that was against Montreal, against Jeff Hackick. I mean, um, that's exciting playing against, you know, your team that you idolized growing up, the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, playing against, you know, um, them, but then playing against them in the Toronto Maple Leaf gardens. Right. I, you know, we didn't have a ton of opportunity to go to too many Toronto Maple Leaf games, but there was the odd time that my dad did get some tickets and, and we did go. So, you know, to be honest with you, Coming to Toronto, staying at the, uh, what is it, the York Hotel down by the train station there, and knowing I was going to be on the ice of a rink that I was in as a kid, it still gives me goosebumps. You know, it, it's actually funny. When I played against them, I could barely sleep. And I like to get I like to get to the rink. You have to be there two hours early, but I could spend all day at the rink. So I, I would go there quite often, four hours early and – my wife was always like, where are you going? And I was just like, oh, I just, I just like sitting at the rink, having a coffee and, you know, chit chatting with the trainers and stuff. But anyway, um, I wasn't sleeping all that well in the afternoon. So I thought I would, I, and I wanted to walk to the rink because I wanted to get the sensation and the feeling of what it was like as a kid, you know, to walk. And now I'm actually, you know, going to play in this rink and I'm walking there as a player. And it was such an amazing feeling to walk and see the garden that I had to do it again. So I took a cab back 
<laughs> and walked again to the rink just because it was just an aha moment. And, um, you know, I got there and you get, you know, changed into your underwear and, you know, every, obviously everyone tapes their stick and, you know, gets their equipment ready and just sitting out in, uh, you know, underneath Harold Ballard's, uh, little, uh, office there and, you know, taping my stick and no one's in the building basically, but me. And I got the whole Toronto Maple Leaf Gardens building to myself. And I'm just, I'm, I'm looking around. I'm, I'm kind of remembering, you know, from, from when I was a kid, some of the areas I sat and just thinking, wow, I, I'm going to be on this ice. I don't even know how to describe that feeling. Um, but that was, you know, that was a big moment for me there playing against Wendell Clark, you know, playing against a guy like Bob Probert, um, you know, there's this being able to travel, right. Being able to see these cities, spend time in these cities, enjoy, you know, nice restaurants and the nightlife. And, you know, it's, it's a dream. As his career on the ice wound down, Sean began seeking a new path in life. Yeah. So, um, when I was done, like, you know, we finished off over in Europe and, and my kids were young. It was nice because, you know, school wasn't a big issue because they were so young and because of the schedule, we, you know, we were able to travel to, you know, we've seen so many, we, that's all we did was just play a little bit of hockey and traveled and, and we had an amazing experience and we were all together for it. Germany and Austria. Yeah. And so, and so, so yeah, my wife and I, we just, that's all we did was just, we were just always traveling. Um, and so we have so many great memories and my kids have great experiences through that. And so then when I was done, um, I took a little bit of time to be honest with you. I think I probably took at least a year, um, you know, of just kind of getting, my son was just starting minor hockey and just getting involved in the community and getting to know people and, you know, obviously the oil industry is, is the industry out west here. And I, I've had a bunch of opportunities to get into that. And I decided to do, um, get into sales and, um, it was good. I really liked it and great people. And I was very fortunate to have the opportunity, but as my son was in hockey and I was running camps, um, and my job was basically in Calgary, my wife's like, why don't you just, why don't you just quit your job and, and run camps? And I was kind of like, uh, um, so I did. And then it just, it, it, to be honest with you, it just, our, we created a business and it just kind of grew and it started from one camp to like, you know, now we, we probably do less camps and we do more like three on three tournaments. We run spring 25 spring hockey teams. We kind of, with her help grew it into a, a business. And, you know, because my son was playing, it was nice. I got to spend a lot of time with him on the ice and with development, um, and uh, so, yeah, it's that's what I'm still doing. Uh, didn't think I'd be doing it this long and be, be this big, but you know, I very fortunate that people are very passionate about hockey. Um, you know, with my son, you know, having an opportunity to play junior and further his career, it's hard for these kids to to get somewhat of a normal job, you know, because their priority and their focus is kind of on ice and off ice and you know, jobs are, are, you know, makes it hard for them. So it's nice that him and his friends now are at an age where they can actually help me and, and give back and see what it's like to, to coach kids and, you know, relate to kids. Um, so I'm really, you know, it's been nice. I was involved with him helping him and now he's involved with me helping others. 
So what advice does Sean have for us? Just enjoy the, I, I guess, enjoy the journey and have a goal, have a dream, go for it. Enjoy the people around it and enjoy the life lessons around sports in general. You know, it's not just about making it to the NHL. It's it's about, you know, being a good teammate, being a coachable kid, um, you know, learning the lessons of the sport about accountability, respect, hard work. It, and you don't have to be perfect either. It's amazing that if anyone knew me and how imperfect I was off the ice, on the ice, and with my skill set, like, it's it's possible if if you really want it. Um, surround yourself around, you know, good people. Um, that's important and make good choices. It's available to you as much as it's available to anyone else. We're proud to be working with Hockey Equality. Hockey Equality is on a mission to create diversity at all levels of the game of hockey by lowering financial barriers for BIPOC female and other equity deserving youth hockey players. If you've been moved by the stories shared on this podcast and want to help make hockey accessible to all, check out HockeyEquality.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast but would like to dive deeper, then check out our extended version of this interview at Recognize, Black Hockey Heroes of the NHL. You can click on the link in the show notes or find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can see the cards of the players in my collection at blackhockeycards.com. This has been a Podstarter production. production.